0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We are beginning the book of Jeremiah today by reading the first three chapters. These are the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests from the town of Anathoth in the land of Benjamin. The Lord first gave messages to Jeremiah during the thirteenth year of the reign of Josiah son of Ammon, king of Judah. The Lord's messages continued throughout the reign of King Jehoiakim, Je- Josiah's son, until the eleventh year of the reign of King Zedekiah, another of Josiah's sons. In August of that eleventh year, the people of Jerusalem were taken away as captives. The Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. O oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young. For you must go wherever I send you, and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you, and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken." Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, Look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against the nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Then the Lord said to me, Look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. And the Lord said, That's right, and it means that I am watching, and I will certainly carry out all my plans. Then the Lord spoke to me again and asked, What do you see now? And I replied, I see a pot of boiling water spilling from the north. Yes, the Lord said, for the terror from the north will boil out on the people of this land. Listen, I am calling the armies of the kingdoms of the north to come to Jerusalem. I, the Lord, have spoken. They will set their thrones at the gates of the city. They will attack its walls and all the other towns of Judah. I will pronounce judgment on my people for all their evil, for deserting me and burning incense to other gods. Yes, they worship idols made with their own hands. Get up and prepare for action. Go out and tell them everything I tell you to say. Do not be afraid of them, or I will make you look foolish in front of them. For see, today I have made you strong, like a fortified city that cannot be captured, like an iron pillar or a bronze wall. You will stand against the whole people, the whole land, the king's officials, priests, and the people of Judah. They will fight you, but they will fail. For I am with you, and I will take care of you. I, the Lord... Have spoken. The Lord gave me another message. He said, Go and shout this message to Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says I remember how eager you were to please me as a young bride long ago, how you loved me and followed me even through the barren wilderness. In those days, Israel was holy to the Lord. The first of his children, all who harmed his people, were declared guilty and disaster fell on them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Listen to the word of the Lord, people of Jacob, all you families of Israel. This is what the Lord says. What did your ancestors find wrong with me that led them to stray so far from me? They worshipped worthless idols, only to become worthless themselves. They did not ask, Where is the Lord who brought us safely out of Egypt and led us through the barren wilderness, a land of deserts and pits, a land of drought and death, where no one lives or even travels? And When I brought you into a fruitful land to enjoy its bounty and goodness, you defiled my land and corrupted the possession that I had promised you. The priest did not ask, Where is the Lord? Those who taught my word ignored me. The rulers turned against me, and the prophets spoke in the name of Baal, wasting their time on worthless idols. Therefore, I will bring my case against you, says the Lord. I will even bring charges against your children's children in the years to come. Go west and look in the land of Cyprus. Go east and search through the land of Kadar. Has anyone ever heard of anything as strange as this? Has any nation ever traded its gods for new ones, even though they are not gods at all? Yet my people have exchanged their glorious God for worthless idols. The heavens are shocked at such a thing and shrink back in horror and dismay, says the Lord, for my people have done two evil things. They have abandoned me, the fountain of living water, and they have dug for themselves cracked cisterns that can hold no water at all. Why has Israel become a slave? Why has it? Why has he be, been carried away as plunder? Strong lions have roared against me, against him, and the land has been destroyed. The towns are now in ruins, and no one lives in them anymore. Egyptians marching from the cities of Memphis and Taphanes have destroyed Israel's glory and power. And you have brought this upon yourselves by rebelling against the Lord your God, even though he was leading you on the way. What have you gained by your alliances with Egypt and your covenants with Assyria? What good to you are the streams of the Nile or the waters of the Euphrates River? Your wickedness will bring its own punishment. Your turning from me will shame you. You will see what an evil, bitter thing it is to abandon the Lord your God and to not fear Him. I, the Lord of the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's armies, have spoken. Long ago I broke the yoke that oppressed you and tore away the chains of your slavery, but still you said, I will not serve you. On every hill and under every green tree you have prostituted yourselves by bowing down to idols. But I was the one who planted you. Choosing a vine of the purest stock, the very best, how did you grow into this corrupt wild vine? No amount of soap or lye can make you clean. I still see the stain of your guilt. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. You say, that's not true. I haven't worshipped the images of Baal. But how can you say that? Go and look in any valley in the land, face the awful sins you have done. You are like a restless female camel desperately searching for a mate. You are like a wild donkey sniffing the wind at mating time. Who can restrain her lust? Those who desire her don't need to search, for she goes running to them. When will you stop running? When will you stop panting after other gods? But you say, save your breath. I'm in love with these foreign gods, and I can't stop loving them now. Israel is like a thief who only feels shame when he gets caught. They, their kings, officials, priests, and prophets, all are alike in this. To an image carved from a piece of wood, they say, You are my father. To an idol chiseled from a block of stone, they say, You are my mother. They turn their backs on me, but in times of trouble they cry out to me, Come and save us. But why not call on these gods you have made? When trouble comes, let them save you if they can. For you have as many gods as there are towns in Judah. Why do you accuse me of doing wrong? You are the ones who have rebelled, says the Lord. I have punished your children, but they did not respond to my discipline. You yourselves have killed your prophets as a lion kills its prey. O my people, listen to the words of the Lord. Have I been like a desert to Israel? Have I... Been to them a land of darkness? Why then do my people say, at last we are free from God? We don't need Him anymore. Does a young woman forget her jewelry? Or a bride wearing her dress? Her wedding dress? Yet for years on end, my people have forgotten me. How you plot and scheme to win your lover's Even an experienced prostitute can learn from you. Your clothing is stained with blood of the innocent and the poor, though you didn't catch them breaking into your houses, and yet you say, I have done nothing wrong. Surely God isn't angry with me, but now I will punish you severely because you claim you have not sinned. First here, then there. You flirt, you flit, from one ally to another, asking for help. But your new friends in Egypt will let you down, just as Assyria did before. In despair, you'll be led into exile with your hands on your heads. For the Lord has rejected the nations you trust. They will not help you at all. If a man divorces a woman and she goes and marries someone else, he will not take her back again, for that would surely corrupt the land. But you have prostituted yourself with many lovers. So why are you trying to come back to me, says the Lord? Look at the shrines on every hilltop. Is there any place you have not been? That you have not been defiled by your adultery with other gods? You sit like a prostitute beside the road waiting for a customer. You sit alone like a nomad in the desert. You have polluted the land with your prostitution and your wickedness. That's why even the spring rains have failed. For you are a brazen prostitute and completely shameless. Yet you say to me, Father... You have been my guide since my youth. Surely you won't be angry forever. Surely you can forget about it. So you talk but you don't keep but you keep on doing all the evil you can. "'During the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to me, "'Have you seen what fickle Israel has done "'like a wife who commits adultery? "'Israel has worshipped other gods on every hill "'and under every green tree. "'I thought, after she has done all this, "'she will return to me. "'But she did not return, "'and her faithless sister Judah saw this. "'She saw that I divorced faithless Israel "'because of her adultery.' But that treacherous sister Judah had no fear, and now she too has left me and given herself to prostitution. Israel treated it all so lightly. She thought nothing of committing adultery with, worshiping by worshiping idols made of wood and stone. So now the land has been polluted. But despite all of this, her faithless sister Judah has never sincerely returned to me. She's only pretended to be sorry. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord said to me, Even faithless Israel is less guilty than treacherous Judah. Therefore, go and give this message to Israel. This is what the Lord says. O Israel, my faithless people, come home to me again, for I am merciful. I will not be angry with you forever. Only acknowledge your guilt. Admit that you have rebelled against the Lord your God and committed adultery against him by worshiping idols under every green tree. Confess that you have refused to listen to my voice. I, the Lord, have spoken. Return home, you wayward children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will bring you back to the land of Israel, one from this town and two from that family, from wherever you were scattered, and I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will guide you with knowledge and understanding and when your peop, your land is once more filled with people, says the Lord, you will no longer wish for the good old days when you possess the ark of the Lord's covenant. You will not miss those days or even remember them, and there will be no need to rebuild the ark. In that day, Jerusalem will know as the, be known as the throne of the Lord. As all nations will come to come there to honor the Lord, they will no longer stubbornly follow their own evil desires. In those days, the people of Judah and Israel will return together from exile in the north. They will return to their land I gave their ancestors as an inheritance forever. I thought to myself, I would love to treat you as my own children. I wanted nothing more than to give you this beautiful land, the finest possession in the world. I look forward to to your calling me Father, and I wanted you never to turn from me. But you have been unfaithful to me, you people of Israel. You have been like a faithless wife who leaves her husband. I, the Lord, have spoken. Voices are heard high on the wind-swept mountains and weeping and pleading of Israel's people. For they have chosen crooked paths and have forgotten the Lord their God. My wayward children, says the Lord, come back to me and I will heal your wayward hearts. Yes, we're coming, the people reply, for you are the Lord our God. Our worship of idols on the hills and our religious orgies on the mountains are a delusion. Only in the Lord our God will Israel find salvation. From childhood we have watched as everything our ancestors worked for, their flocks and herds, their sons and daughters, was squandered on a delusion. Let us now lie down in shame and cover ourselves with dishonor, for we and our ancestors have sinned against the Lord our God. From our childhood to this day, we have never obeyed him. Once again, we see harsh words directed towards God's people in this prophecy given to Jeremiah. There's one thing, though, that seems very contemporary in these words to how we are in our own land today. There in the text we see that that God says that, uh, that the people say, At last we are free from God. We don't need Him anymore. That is what we hear in our own culture today, that we don't need God, that we are free from Him. In fact, some will say that God is dead, that there is no God, and that we need not worry about it any longer. But are we any better off? Just as the people of Israel and Judah were completely lost when they went their own way, we are the same People can rejoice today and say that they feel that they are free from God and that they don't need him any longer. But what we find is that our world is desperately needing God. The delusion from Satan is that we can be just fine on our own. But the words of Scripture tell us otherwise, and even our own eyes show us that this lie from Satan is absolutely false. We need the Lord. We don't want to be free from God. We want to embrace Him with all of our hearts and love Him more than anything else. That is the message that we see here in the beginning chapters of Jeremiah. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.